We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, I'm Andy Herman of the Pack of Day Podcast. I'm here to tell you about TickPick. TickPick should be your very first choice to buy football tickets because they save fans money by never charging any service fees ever. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for the Packaday Podcast and the Blue Wire Network. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Packaday Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Packaday Podcast. You can get all your Packaday updates by following us on Twitter at Packaday Podcast. And remember, you can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, or Spotify. And, of course, you can check us out over at CheeseheadTV.com. I'm Kyle Fellows, and I am joined by my co-host, Andrew Mertig. Andrew, it's a Friday. We're back. We're excited to be here. How are you doing? It's not just any Friday. It's the Friday before the kickoff to the season. And you know (laughs) what? We're recording on Thursday night, and that means that there's NFL football on right now, albeit a game I don't really want to watch, but it's NFL (laughs) football, and I've been starved from it, so I will watch it. And uh, yeah, the Packers play in two days, which is just insane. It's hard to process that it is the middle of September, but it is. And we are excited to preview this game for you as the rest of the Packaday podcast crew has been doing all week. But this is episode 1143, so we're going to continue doing this until I get sick of it. And so we go with the last two digits of the episode, 43. And of course, the only Packers legend I can think of is uh, one M.D. Jennings. The legend, M.D. Jennings. That I'm sure Oof. he would appreciate that praise uh, at this point. He's probably... Maybe he hasn't heard that in a while, but you know the other forty-three we we have to talk about, like the elephant in the room. Obviously, you went in a little bit different direction, so you didn't talk about the obvious, right? So, Hunter Bradley, you know, sporting number forty-three, yeah. right? The, the obvious. I definitely knew Hunter Bradley wore forty-three. <laughs> I always yeah. think of the long snapper when I'm right, thinking of jersey right. numbers. The most popular player on the team. Everybody needs a Hunter Bradley jersey. That's good stuff, right there. Um, are we excited to jump in here, Andrew? Should we just roll into this? Yeah, let's do it. It's better than talking about Tom Brady to Chris Godwin. That is 100% the truth. If you have been listening to Andrew and I for a while on Fridays, you know that Fridays are all about 
key matchups and X factors once we hit this regular season. We take some time to dive into the Packers' upcoming opponent, their roster, and talk about which matchups are going to be the tipping points in that game that weekend. And then we also share our X factor prediction each week. This is a player that, at least to us, is flying under the radar just a little bit, but that we feel like will have a big impact in the game. So we're excited to get back into this. This is our thing in the fall. And so we're going to kick off the fall and the football season with our very first key matchups and X factor show of 2021. Yeah, absolutely. So in the off season, I think we're known as the draft guys and then, (laughs) you know, the roster building guys and then the, the uh, season preview guys. And then we get into the actual football season, and we are right. the key matchups slash swing and miss at all the X factors, guys. <laughs> uh, so I will get us kicked off. So my first key matchup is going to be Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos versus Jameis Winston. And that may not seem super instinctive, right, to have two safeties going against the quarterback. Uh, normally we'd talk about linebackers in this position um, or or maybe, you know, the corners. But when you look at Jameis Winston – He's historically been very prone to mistakes, and the hope is Sean Payton has fixed all of those problems, at least from a New Orleans standpoint. But more than likely, if you look at it, this is still the same gambler we saw in Tampa. So Savage and Amos are going to get some balls to make plays on, and if they can disguise their coverages, get to where they need to be on the field, and then actually you know, secure and catch the ball, there is a chance this defense could come away with a couple of takeaways on Sunday, maybe even more if you want to get really greedy. And if this defense has any chance to make the next step we need them to in 2021, I think Savage has to make a huge leap forward, become one of those kind of elite safeties in the NFL. And Amos has to just continue to be the rock-solid dude that he's been since he got to Green Bay. Yeah, it's going to be really, really fun. I think one of the most underlying things that we kind of forget about maybe throughout the preseason is how different this roster is going to be when it trots out onto the field. On Sunday, because we've seen the second and third string throughout the preseason here, and so when we get these guys that we really haven't seen, the the Darnell Savages and the Adrian Amoses, it's going to be really fun to see this defense at work again, and really to see how they've grown um, over the off season and and just playing together those two in the back end. So my first key matchup here is Devonte Adams versus Marshawn Lattimore, and we know. Lattimore kind of burst onto the scene as a rookie and hasn't quite been the shutdown force that many really expected that he would be after that. Uh, But he's still a really, really good NFL corner, although PFF was not nearly as kind to Lattimore in 2020. He was their 70th graded corner last year, so he's obviously hoping to improve on that performance from a year ago. I don't know that he was quite that bad, at least how that number represents that. But Devontae Adams is a tough first dance for him in 2021. You know that Tay is going to come out ready to dominate, not only because he's competitive and wants to win, he wants to prove that he's the best, but he's also playing for that wide receiver one contract too. And I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder coming into the season. I don't know if there's a corner in the league who can truly shut down Devontae, Jalen Ramsey could not. Others have tried and have failed. So Adams is going to do some damage in this game. There's no question about that. But the question is how much. And I think it makes it really fun uh, to watch going into Sunday afternoon between these two guys who are going to be duking it out. Absolutely. And then the other matchup that I want to talk about is the Packers defense aligning is the Saints offense aligned. 
And we, we mentioned this last week a bunch. The Saints have one of the best offensive lines in all of football. And I'd actually argue that they have the best offensive line in the entire league. And the Packers have, well, let's say some holes in the defensive line. But uh, it's not going to matter that James Winston is throwing a Marquez Callaway and Traquan Smith if Green Bay can't stop the run. And I think we're going to see some schemes that we haven't seen in Green Bay in a while. So that should make you more optimistic than you would be. We hope to see a more consistent Dean Lowry. Of course, everybody's been hoping for that jump from Kingsley Kiki. And I think Kenny Clark and TJ Slayton are going to get some work even together on the field. The Smiths, Rashawn Gary, they're going to be tasked with holding the edge. But this team has to hold up well enough that Chris Barnes and company are able to stay clean and try to contain Alvin Kamara. Because the one way I could see the New Orleans offense running wild on Sunday is for Kamara to go all Raheem Mostert on this defense Mm -hmm. in Joe Barry's debut. I don't think they're going to be able to just drop back and pass and let the Packers know they're throwing and be successful because Mm -hmm. of Jair, because of that pass rush. But running the ball... I mean, we've yeah. seen it be a problem before, and this is this is going to be a tough test. Great offensive line, elite running back. Uh, Packers have their work cut out for them there. Yeah, it certainly feels like the Packers are favored in this game, and they should be. But if we talk about sometimes how a game can go sideways, and I think you're on to something there, that this could be death by a thousand paper cuts kind of thing uh, with Alvin Kamara if they're able to get him the ball in space uh, and be a headache for that Joe, Joe Barry defense. Hopefully that is not the experience that we have Sunday. But I'm going to flip the script a little bit here. You were talking defensive line and O-line of the Packers D-line, Saints O-line. I'm going to talk about the Packers' young interior offensive line versus the Saints' defensive line. Last week you mentioned, Andrew, the names Shy Tuttle and Malcolm Roach, who were very new introductions to me. Uh, those are very much, in fact, the defensive tackles for the Saints. Uh, and there's a reason that those names are at the top of the depth chart. David Animata, arguably the Saints' best defensive lineman, is starting the season on a suspension. So that's tough for this team. But then in addition to Roach and Tuttle, the other starter listed on the depth chart is former Packer Christian Ringo. Okay, not crazy enough for you. If that's not the next option on the depth chart is former third round pick Montrevious Adams. I'm not sure if he's currently still on the active roster or not. I couldn't find that information since things uh, changed the last couple of days with the injury report there. So things feeling a little bit shaky here in the trenches for the Saints. But in fairness, Tuttle did great. He graded out pretty well last year uh, for PFS. So he should hold up. But the rest of this group really should appear that the Packers should be able to push them around a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see if Myers and Royce Newman can impress in their first game as pros and help the Packers be effective on the ground with the running game because it's been a good minute since the Packers have started two rookies on the offensive line quite like this. But both Myers and Newman have earned these jobs in camp, and so it's going to be fun to watch, and hopefully they can do uh, have some really nice early success here in this matchup. Packers football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Packer tickets anymore, because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site, and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices in all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats than another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the 
difference in the purchase price. Personally, I can't wait for that first game back at Lambeau Field, Packers-Lions with fans in the stands again. I've already got my tickets from TickPick, and I'll be there watching Monday Night Football in person. I absolutely cannot wait. Visit TickPick.com slash Packaday today and use promo code Packaday to save $10 on your first order of Packers tickets. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you want to transition into X-Factors? Yes, X-Factors are our favorite thing. And so these are those, you know, things that we talk about every episode as we get into the fall. And historically, we have not been very good at predicting these things. Often the player ends up um, maybe released or they end up a healthy scratch or something like that. So, Andrew, let's uh, hope for some better luck with X-Factors in 2021. Who is your first pick here? I don't think we've been that bad. (laughs) We've had some pretty serious swings and misses, but uh, I should give us a little bit of credit. We're okay. You know, we had a little bit of a rough stretch. I think it was last year, mid-year, but overall, I think we're doing okay. Andrew, honestly, I think our biggest problem was we just kept asking Jay Sternberger to do something (laughs) over and over, and it just never happened. So I think if we eliminate the Jay Sternberger X-Factors that we kept pulling out, our record would would be solid. It'd be fine. Well, if either of us pick Jay Sternberger to be an X Factor this week, I think Andy should just permanently remove us from the show. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but you know, you know, I can't resist just taking huge swings at this. So I'm going to go with Josiah Deguara this week. I, I don't think he's going to have a massive game, but I do think there's going to be one to two plays where he has the chance to make something big happen that are going to like extend drives or get this offense going. I mentioned last week the Saints have a lot of average or below average starters surrounding their top-notch talent on defense, and that can lead to some really fun mismatches. And we know Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the guy who gets open. So I have a bunch of confidence that can be Josiah DeGuara at least a couple times this week. Maybe coming out of the backfield and some of that play-action stuff, maybe as a, a second tight end in some of those formations. But I, I think 
he has a chance to make a big play or two that are going to have a big impact on this game. Or maybe, as you mentioned, it'll just be a healthy scratch. <laughs> we will see. But I think I think the fans like Josiah DeGuar. I think Packer fans, you know, like him um, after maybe being a little bit surprised by the selection in the draft originally. But I feel like we're just a couple plays away from Josiah DeGuar becoming like this cult figure in Green Bay. So maybe that starts this weekend with a good showing and a couple of those big plays that you're talking about. But I'm taking MVS here, and I'm doing this – for a couple of reasons, I'll explain. First, because I really do think that this season is going to go really well for Marquez. And after a few games, it may be kind of weird to list him here as an X factor just because he's always consistently making plays and making an impact. So I wanted to get it in here for week one. Uh, but the other reason is because, as I mentioned above, I really do think the Saints will focus their resources on Adams with Lattimore for at least a good portion of the game, and that will present some nice opportunities for MVS. And the matchups for MVS are juicy. That might be putting it a little bit too lightly. Ken Crawley is the team's preferred second corner, but he's dealing with an injury right now. I believe it's a hamstring uh, that he suffered late in the preseason. And he missed practice as recently as Wednesday. I haven't seen the report today. Uh, but the next up would be either rookie corner Paulson Adebo, right? That, Andrew, that's our guy. But his welcome to the NFL here in week one could be a little bit rough, right? Uh, but then more likely, they'd probably go with the veteran. But they just signed off the street, Desmond Trufant, and he'd be asked to come in and play right away, even though you know it was just a recent acquisition. So Trufant, 30 years old, hasn't been playing his best football the last two seasons. So it's hard to imagine that he's got the wheels to keep up with someone like MBS. So regardless of who that guy ends up being, I really love it for MBS, and I think we might even just get that long touchdown to Marquez in this one and to start off 2020 with a boom for a guy who really, really seems to be in line for a great season. Yeah, absolutely. And and one of the reasons why Ken Crawley is getting called upon is because Bradley Roby, their hopeful starting corner, is also suspended. So Correct, yeah. enough suspensions to go around on this team. Um, we typically don't get in the business of making predictions, but I just wanted to to get your thought on like how do you see this game going? Not necessarily like who's gonna win, but I mean, do do you think this is going to be kind of the slam dunk win for the Packers that a lot of people are expecting? Do you think it'll be a little bit closer? Um, where do you see that going? I kind of think that this game. This is, it's funny you ask me this. I think that this game is going to be one that's a little bit of a rocky start potentially for the Packers just because you have the rust of not playing the preseason games. A lot of those starters didn't get the reps uh, together, and I just think it'll take a little bit of time for that to gel um, in the first half. Maybe that won't happen. Maybe they'll be really, really you know, good to go. But, I mean, the Saints have been working through some of these things for a couple weeks because they're trying to figure out who their starter is. So Winston's got a little bit more action with those wide receivers and uh, maybe just a little bit hotter out of the gate. So I think Packer fans could be a little bit nervous approaching halftime with maybe a little bit of a slow start and a close game that they feel like they should be dominating here uh, in Jacksonville. But I do expect by the end of the game and into that third quarter, uh, things will be going the Packers' way pretty well, um, and they'll be able to dominate in the trenches enough that they'll be able to run away with this one. But where are you at when it comes to week one and this prediction? Yeah, well, I think it's it's very natural for fans to sort of overestimate how big a talent gap there is in any NFL game 
sure ever right like that's why this game is so fun it's very unpredictable and there are teams that sometimes there's a pretty significant talent gap and they're able to overcome that on a week-to-week basis um and and that's just life in the nfl i also mm-hmm. think that there's an overestimation of what the talent gap between these teams actually is because yeah. yes this seems like a huge downgrade at quarterback yes the receivers aren't as good yeah they got a couple of suspensions like you mentioned but this is still an elite offensive line it's still elvin kamara um yeah. we, we've seen teams with nothing but a running game find success in the nfl before anyways and i think Jameis winston is undervalued as a passer he throws way too many like dangerous balls and obviously yeah. that leads to a lot of interceptions but um he still is a good thrower um and and is able to accumulate a lot of yards so leads aren't necessarily safe with the saints either um mm-hmm. and then you know that defense like we mentioned yeah they have a lot of gaps in talent but they also have a few really really talented guys that can make a huge difference in the game cam jordan you mentioned marcus right. Lattimore, marcus williams mario davis uh, and, you know, we don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll see a big jump from a guy like Marcus Davenport. Yep. And so, yeah, this team is dangerous, and this could be a really close game. I think, you know, because it's essentially an even playing field with being in Jacksonville, with the crowd probably even tipping the scales pretty, maybe pretty heavily in the Packers factor. Maybe, we, yeah. We, we, we will see. Um, but I, I think, you know, this is a game the Packers should be expected to win because it's not in New Orleans. It's not in the Dome. They're going to have to deal with crowd noise. They do have the more talented team. But still the NFL. Still probably going to be a, a relatively <laughs> close game. If the Packers do pull away, I would expect that to happen in the second half. I think you're right. There, There's the potential for a little bit of a slow start here. And uh, we will see. But I, I think, you know, this could continue to be a really explosive Packers offense. The defense is under new leadership. They're learning some new things. So I wouldn't expect that unit to be super gelled for uh, the first few weeks anyways. So, um, yeah, I'm expecting a a relatively tight game, but I I would hope the backers would pull away in the second half. It's going to be fun no matter what happens to have some Packers football. Again, week one is here. We're excited about it. While you were talking, my producer was able to pull up an update on that injury report. And it's a little bit interesting because we talked around both of these guys. But this is significant, right? We talked about Ken Crawley. He did not participate on Thursday. uh, So that's, you know, a continuation of what we've expected. However, Marshawn Lattimore did pop up as a limited participant with that knee injury that's been lingering. So he's kind of been in and out. They're resting it. He may just, he's probably going to play, but he's maybe not going to be a hundred percent. So pay attention. I know the rest of the pack of the day team pack of the day, <laughs> the rest of the pack of day team will keep you guys up to date as we round into the weekend and let you know anything you need to know regarding the status of these guys. But my goodness, Aaron Rodgers looking his chops with some opportunities to get the ball to his playmaker uh, this weekend. in this one, I think. Yeah, it could be a really big game for 12 and a lot of those weapons on offense. And we will see. We are here. In the famous words of Kevin Green, it is time. It is time. Uh, But that is all the time we have for today. Uh, this has been the Packer Day Podcast. You can find Kyle on Twitter at Packer underscore Punnett, and you can find me at Andrew Mertig. Please subscribe and consider giving us a five-star rating. You can catch Kyle and myself every single Friday this season, and next week we'll be getting you ready for the Packers home opener. Thanks so much for sticking with us during this offseason. It's time to say it 
And uh, it's it's never been quite as exciting during this year as it is now. But uh, thanks again for listening. And as always, remember... (laughs) 